0: Welcome, everyone, to FF Plus, your outlet for weekly reviews that are simple, short, and spoiler-free. I'm your host, Aaron White, as always, and I'm excited to be here speaking with you for this episode. First and foremost, I just want to give a shout-out to our podcast network that's now playing Network, where you can listen to all sorts of great shows covering lots of different film topics, but also pop culture in general whether it's music, TV, many other things, you can find a show about it there. So be sure and check out those great shows at nowplayingnetwork.net. And now before we get started with the review for today, just a quick update on the status of the pod, the status of our shows. Typically, I like to only release episodes with a minimum of two reviews. But this week, I decided to just pivot a slight bit. The planned companion review for this episode was the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I have been extremely excited about for many, many months ever since it was announced. A huge video gamer, as many of you know, have had a video game podcast called The Games We Love that has run for various seasons at a time in the past. I absolutely adore talking about video games and movies, and so this is like one of the greatest kind of collaborative. Efforts between those two things that we've ever gotten. And I'm just so energized and anxious to see how it turns out with high, high, high expectations. That being said, unfortunately, my press screening is only one night before the actual midnight screenings that are happening where the public can attend. And Universal took away our plus ones. So this was a press only screening. And frankly, I just want to see this with my kids, right? So like many of you, I've grown up or I guess I've parented two children who've become huge gamers just like I was. One of them is currently in college for game development and I wanted to be able to see it with them for the first time. So I've decided I'm just going to forego a review of this for the week. Maybe I'll talk about it eventually Later on, but I just want to experience it with them beside me for the first time so we can kind of geek out together in real time and react to the Easter eggs and whatever fun references this movie has in store. So that's why I'm not reviewing the Super Mario Brothers. Also, if you were expecting a full review of Tetris this week from myself and Patrick, I know that was what we had planned on. I don't know if we'd ever even teased it out yet, but Arkansas, unfortunately, got hit with some really scary tornadoes over the weekend, and that knocked out my co-host's power for several days. Luckily, he and his family are safe, and I believe all of my family and friends that I know from back home in Central Arkansas are all safe, thankfully, but we decided, obviously, that this was not a good thing to try and force in while he's dealing with recovering from two or three days of having no power. So the plan is for the main show to still get an episode on Tetris out as soon as possible. We may double up main episodes next week once we are kicking back into a regular flow of weekly content for you on full spoiler conversations. All right, now let's talk about the movie that we're here to discuss in this episode, and that is Air. Air. From Amazon Studios. It stars Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman, Marlon Wayans, Chris Messina, Chris Tucker, and Viola Davis. It is directed by Ben Affleck and written by Alex Convery, with cinematography by Robert Richardson. It runs 112 minutes and is rated R for language throughout. What's it about? Sonny Vaccaro, a shoe salesman at Nike, works to sign rookie Michael Jordan to a deal to wear their shoes. Air is billed as a biographical sports drama, but it really isn't a sports movie. It's more like the Sonny Vaccaro story. There is very little basketball scene in this film. There is just some archival footage here and there, and Michael Jordan himself is almost entirely shown from behind or inside profile and only speaks one or two times. He's really a character in the shadows of this. It's about The people that are around him working towards this new deal. This is a movie about marketing. It's about business risks. And it's about the importance of relationships. It's also about betting on yourself, regardless of which side of the negotiating table you may be sitting on. It has total 80s dad energy. It has great costuming. It has great production design. It has a really banging soundtrack from the era. And I think all of the performers are in top form. I also think that Affleck shows that he can direct the hell out of a good drama. Nike is insanely profitable when this story kicks off as a running shoe seller. But they have a brand new basketball division that is going nowhere. And is trailing far behind Adidas and Converse. That may be hard to actually reconcile in this day and age when... We know how large the Nike brand presence is, how much of the market share for the industry is taken up by them. Adidas and Converse are simply afterthoughts comparatively. But at this time, Nike was still working on breaking into this part of the sports industry, complicating things during this time. This effort to sign a star player who will represent them, wear their shoes, and hopefully that will help them break into having the ability to have marketing deals with other athletes is that Adidas is dealing with the death of their president or CEO or owner. I'm not sure which, but the person in charge has died. So that company has a fractured leadership situation. There's all these siblings kind of vying for power. And Michael wants to sign with Adidas. He loves the brand. The brand is tops at the time. They have the best athletes. It's easy to understand why. At the time of the story, Sonny Vaccaro is relentlessly trying to find the next person that can take Nike up a level. There is a marketing guru played by Jason Bateman. He is named Rob Strasser. I loved him in this role. He's hilarious. He has some meetings early on with a group of people at Nike. They're trying to decide what athletes they're going to go after. They have a set budget that they can offer people. And basically all of that budget, if not more than what they have set aside for their budget, is what it's going to cost to get just Michael Jordan. So they're talking about these, what you would consider like B-list players that they could potentially sign. Sonny Vaccaro, played by Matt Damon, is saying, no, we need to bet it all on this one person. And it's an incredibly, incredibly risky move. So the film is all about him trying to sell Nike's founder, Phil Knight, and the board of directors via Phil Knight on betting on Michael Jordan. And then it's about how Sonny has to navigate this tricky situation he has to get around a very hard-to-deal-with agent. Uh, and then he is essentially putting his own career on the line to get to Michael Jordan. Eventually, he worked his way into a meeting with Michael Jordan's mom, Dolores, who is played brilliantly by Viola Davis. It's a powerful performance by her. She drives a hard bargain. You can feel... The love that she has for her son and how important she is in their family as she does the negotiating for Michael Jordan himself. She is the decision maker, very clearly, and she is not going to be taken advantage of. And what we see over the course of the movie is how Sonny works to form a relationship with Dolores and with Michael through her that they're not really getting anywhere else, and how that becomes a critical part of where the Nike Air Jordan brand comes from. Pretty much everybody in this movie, as I said, is clicking on all cylinders. Chris Tucker plays Vice President Howard White. He's very funny. He is an important factor in the negotiations at times because of his history in the sport. And his ability to relate to the Jordans, whereas everyone else coming to talk to them is white at the time. And we also have Matthew Mayer playing Peter Moore. He is the shoe designer of the original Air Jordan and the person who came up with the Michael Jordan dunking silhouette image that is on everything now. He is truly awesome in this. He's probably like my MVP of the film, honestly. I thought he was perfect in every single scene he was in, and every line of dialogue is just delivered chef's kiss kind of effort. I think that Phil Knight, played by Ben Affleck, is fine. He's not in the movie a lot. Honestly, this isn't really about Phil Knight. This isn't a shoe dog biography. I said at the beginning, it's about Sonny Vaccaro. It's about this small-time shoe salesman, this Person who's friends with Phil, but he is working out of what they call a closet in an office. He, he doesn't have it all. And yet he convinces them with his passion and with his effort that this is going to be worth it. And, you know, looking back on this now, you think about the risk being taken if Nike had blown all of their budget to sign Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan had not been Michael Jordan. Once he got to the NBA, who knows if Nike would even be around right now. They certainly wouldn't have had the effect on the basketball industry, the basketball shoe industry that they have and been able to expand to other sports in the way that they have. This is a really good movie. It's not got a lot of fat on it. And frankly, it takes kind of a boring subject, which is the history of how a shoe got created (laughs) And it makes it very entertaining. There is some great directorial flourish that Affleck works with here. He has a surprisingly strong use of close-ups on characters that I think were really effective. He also uses close-ups a lot on a whole bunch of variations of phones. This is a great phone movie. There's phones in a box. There are payphones. There are regular old boring rotary phones. There are car phones in a box that were of the mid 80s. So you can imagine what those look like. It's a lot of fun. And I think that everyone is on board with showing the importance of the brand caring about an athlete as much as they care about making money. Because that's what this boils down to in the end is Dolores telling Sonny, listen, we want revenue sharing. And this is the story of how that first occurred, which has led us down a path over the decades to the point where there's a connection even made at the end of this film about how now we have college athletes working to obtain the right to make money off of themselves. It's called NIL, name, image, and likeness. And it's been a battle for a long time. Sonny even was a part of that. Recently, into helping to evolve this concept of paying an athlete what they're worth, and not just profiting off of them and giving them a small piece, but allowing them to earn equivalent to their importance to a marketing deal. So, anyway, I I think that this is great. I'm a big sports fan, obviously, huge NBA lover myself. Love these actors love this style of biography film, and I had a really good time. I think it told the story well. I think it maybe overstays it's welcome just a little bit. It's clocks in at under two hours, but again I, it's never boring, but you are really stretching the limits of what you have to talk about here. We do build up to like one big scene where we finally get to see the Air Jordan for the first time, and as cool as it was, I have to admit part of me was thinking, this is like the big moment. This is the wow. This is the you know equivalent of a big victory on the sports field if you were doing a typical sports movie. And it, it doesn't quite work in the same way, but it's still pretty interesting. It's still pretty neat. Where are your Jordans if you got them to the movie when you go see it. I think that would be a fun nod. I liked it. I think Ben Affleck needs to stay in the director's chair. This is his sweet spot. Total dad movie stuff. Air will be in theaters on April the 5th, coming to Amazon Prime Video eventually, but this is the first film that they have put into theaters like this since, I believe, One Night in Miami. So I'm excited that they're willing to push this out into a theatrical release and see how it can do. I think it's worth checking out. So you get my strongest recommendation. Well, that's it for this episode of FF Plus. Thanks for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us some kind words and a rating on your podcast app of choice. It helps others know that we're high quality and helps persuade them to check us out. Also, you can find me on social media. The links to all of those channels are in the show notes of every episode, and I love to chat. So come let me know what you thought about Air once you do see it, or What do you think about anything in regards to movies or games? I'm all about that, and I will be happy to have conversations with you if that's what you like. I will be back soon. Until then, keep watching and keep feeling good.